Empower Radio presents The Butterfly Moment. It's the classic quantum leap in personal growth. Now here are your hosts for The Butterfly Moment, John Schulter and Carrie Hall on Empower Radio. Well, good morning. Good morning. I hope it's morning uh, on the time that this shows. Um, this is John Schalter, and welcome to The Butterfly Moment. This is the show that is about quantum leap, transformation, something called miraculous living. Miraculous living. Let me describe it this way. It's a mindset. It's a platform. I call it kind of a a launch pad. And I invite you to try it out in your own life. I want to give you a short example before we get to our our wonderful guest today. I had just finished the book, um, The Way of the Butterfly Warrior, and, and if you contact me, I'd, I'd be glad to give you either a digital copy or a hard copy of the book. And I came up with this concept of miraculous living. And it's living with the expectation and inclination of miracles. I think it was Einstein that said, there's two ways of looking at the world. One, that nothing is a miracle. And the other is that everything is a miracle. So this week, try it on. This is what happened to me. I just finished the book, and we're at the airport. We're visiting some friends down in Florida. I ready to get on the plane, and I can't find my laptop. My, my bag that had my calendar, all the essentials of life, my phone. And so they're ready to board the plane, and I don't have what I need to, to survive for the next, next week. And so I said, well, this is the time that you walk the talk. And I said, okay, what would a person in this situation do if he took on the persona or started from the platform of miraculous living, expectation of a miracle. So I took off, went down to the taxi station, got uh, a taxi immediately, stepped into the taxi, took me right down to the car rental place, got out of the car rental place. It was a line uh, going outside. I waved to the guy behind the desk. He had my bag in hand. I jumped back into the taxi. With five minutes to spare, I was on time and got back to Michigan. It was a miracle. It's a miracle. And I want you to think about, for this next week, your opportunities to live with the expectation of miracles. And how would it be if that was your agenda? That is what you were focusing on in on life. That was the usual, and like Einstein said, the normal. Anyway, John Schalter, life coach. I'd love to spend 55 minutes with you. Call me at 248-568-7021. And I'd love to ha- give you a free initial consultation, which will be about you. We can talk about you. We can talk about some tools. Just got back from the Brendan Burchard four-day 
life coach seminar filled with ideas of how to improve your life, make your life work better. And speaking of making your life work better, I've met an individual about a month ago, I guess, that uh, right away we hit it off as not just friends, but brothers. His name is Chris Forte, and we'll get into his background in just a minute, but he is just a great, great human being. Oddly enough, he's got a book that just came out, and it's just wonderful. We'll talk about that, um, The Way of the Humble Warrior. Um, He has an interesting, interesting background. He's also a life coach and a trainer, a high-performance trainer. We're going to be doing some things together. Um, Hold on to your hats, because this guy has lived life to the fullest. He has so much to give to his clients and to the world. Chris, welcome to our show. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you, John. Very grateful to be here. Wonderful. And you know, you know, this is a miracle, right? It is. You know, how we've met over the last month and where it's come from that we're able to do this. So, uh, you know, I'm grateful to be on your show and, uh, you know, share a little bit about myself and and I love how you say we're brothers and it's all how you approach life. And that's how I truly feel that, you know, we're brothers and, and doing the best we can with what we have each and every day. You know, the nice thing about uh, Chris, when I talk to him about, you know, a potential project or doing this and he goes, yeah, well, we're just, we're turning it over to God. You know, I, I've surrendered what I'm going to be doing uh, and, and know that I'm going to, be influenced at the right time and place to do what I need to do to finish my own ministry. And it's so comforting to know that that's your, that's your guidance. You know, that's your GPS because um, you're not going to go wrong if you, if you're going to have that, that kind of release and, and, and really let go. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you start? And I know that you're a humble guy, but give us a little bit of your background and what got you into uh, this room here today and, and into the coaching practice. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's been a humble experience to say, to say the least. Um, you know, I would say the journey started, you know, um, it really started <laughs> as a, as a, as a young boy, uh, pitching in the little league world series. Um, and before that, a year. That a is year. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, I keep flashing back to when I was in, I love baseball. I, I we know. played baseball every day. And it's for me to, to meet somebody that was in the, was playing at that level is amazing. Go ahead. Yeah, and I was good. And I was good. And I have it on DVD. I'm going to give it okay. to you too with Earl Weaver and Jim Palmer and Keith Jackson being the announcers. Oh my God. But literally, it was interesting. Uh, a year before that date. So back then, uh, this was in 1982. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11 and 12 year olds make your local Little League uh, World Series team. Um, one of my favorite things to do even before even practicing or playing was driving my bike on a Saturday afternoon to watch all the other little league games before I played. Mm. And what I realized was that was really the first time I really, I think experienced experience independence and freedom, Mm. just riding my bike, you know, no bike helmet, glove on the handlebar, banana seat bike, and just spending the day there. And 
And anyway, so, but I love baseball and really got into it and made the all-star team when I was 11 and, um, we got knocked out, you know, fairly early in what's known as the districts. And, but I followed, I followed the whole pattern of the little league world series, the tournament. And I'll never forget this. It's 1982 and the U S hasn't won in a long time. And there's this big Husky guy by the name of uh, Cody. And I forgot his last, maybe Cody Webster, who's pitching for Washington. Hmm. And they beat the uh, Chinese Taipei team that had won like 14 years in a row. And just to see that celebration on the mound, I just kind of looked and said, man, I'd love to be there Hmm. next year. Well, fast forward, be careful what you wish for. Oh my God. Um, Literally a year later to the date, um, we are in the U.S. final. And um, we go up five zero, and I'll never. And this, th- you win this game, you are in the final game on ABC Wild Sports, which was like the biggest thing back then. Mm-hmm. You didn't have ESPN, you didn't have any of these channels. There was only one game that was on TV, and that was it—the World Championship. And we were up five zero, and I'll never forget this coming in from the outfield. And just running into the dugout, high-fiving all my teammates. We're going to be on ABC Y World of Sports. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. Well, lo and behold, the second inning, the third inning, Georgia starts catching up. And our pitcher's struggling. And the coach points out to uh, the outfield for me to come in and relieve it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so here's the was, moment Was Al Michaels there saying, right. do you believe in miracles? Right, right. <laughs> so here I am. You know, nervous excitement, enthusiasm, all the all that stuff going on the mound. Anyway, so I get on the mound, and it becomes a game of going back and forth. And it winds up becoming 8-8, and it's the bottom of the sixth. They've got bases loaded and two outs, and their leadoff hitter's up. And I throw pitch, fastball right down. He rips it, line drive down the first base, goes off the first baseman's mitt, and the game's over. Just like that. But here's what here's a miracle that recalled, and then I'll fast forward to where we are today, is that soon as that happened and one team was celebrating and my team was like, you know, or in shock and our heads were down, time stood still. Mm. And I heard this beautiful voice say, I'm preparing you. Mm. And literally baseball, nothing mattered. Zero mm. like I was like in a different place, mm. but only lasted a split second. Mm. And you know, it's just a young boy looking, you know, not knowing what was going on. I totally forgot, but I always remember that split second in that voice. And so, um, after the game, you know, it was so great. You feel like a professional athlete. Everybody comes up and asks for your autographs <laughs> after the game, all these little kids and all this stuff. But Keith Jackson came up to me mm. and he said, 40, he called me 40. You have a lot of heart. And something clicked like that's wow. where the voice came from. That's that's where it came from. And so, you know, time would go on, you know, becoming a young, young man and battling. Uh, I, I, you know, when I left that field, I left my childhood. Mm. And I be, went right into teenage years, high school years. Um, both of my parents, I love them. They, they were battling, though, um, alcoholism, mm. uh, financial struggles in a household led to a divorce. I'll never forget, I'm uh, 15 years old sitting at the table and my mom crying and my dad doing dishes. And it was like three in the afternoon. I knew something was wrong and they both lost their jobs mm-hmm. within a week of each other. 
And uh, at that time, and this is kind of all in the book, I had a sanctuary, which was in my basement, which I became really infatuated with weights and boxing. Mm. And anytime I struggled or had anxiety or with life or anything, that's where I found peace. Mm. And almost kind of like it was a different piece. It was like driving, you know, riding the bike to the bicycle field. This was my new sense of peace. Like Mm. I was alone. I worked out hard. And I'll never forget that day um, going down to the basement. You know, stre- you know, going, you know, what's going to happen to my family? And um, I remember pounding the bag and just to my shoulders were lit on fire mm. and I just dropped to my knees. And then I heard that voice. And this is what I heard. I'm preparing you. Always work for yourself. One day you'll be working for me. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> okay, great. But I'll never forget going up to my younger brother, uh, Matthew, and say, Matt, always work for yourself. And to this day, he's had his own business. And mm. I've been an entrepreneur for yeah. pretty much most of my life. And so uh, life would go on. And I don't want to go through each episode, but there's episodes in the book. But you know, a major episode that came in my life, I went to Catholic high school, went to uh, Catholic middle school, but never really... I would say had this tight relationship with God or Jesus, but I had a platform. Mm -hmm. So I had a platform in life and I would just kind of go through the motions because my parents went to church. I would went to church and uh, I went on, I played baseball at the university of Dayton. I was one of my things. I was still going after a dream of being a professional baseball player. But um, when I knew that wasn't going to happen and um, I left baseball my freshman year then I picked up a new passion, which was gambling, sports gambling. Mm. And I did that uh, for five years, 365 days a year, betting on baseball, football, and basketball. Wow. And it, uh, I, so I hit rock bottom. I lost all my self-respect, self-worth, couldn't borrow anybody from anymore. But most importantly, I didn't want to live. And I was, it was a cold day in Chicago in December. And... Um, I remember, you know, turning on the tub and going in the kitchen and pulling out a knife and um, Mm. collapsing to the floor in Mm. the bathroom, shivering, uh, sweats, crying and yelling, why, 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 why? And then I heard that beautiful voice say, (laughs) boy, I love you. Get up and call home. Mm. And then a warm blanket come over me Mm. and a gentle like force pick me up. And then as I looked through the mirror, I was able to look in my soul or whatever you call it. And I knew that was God. That mm. voice clicked. I knew that like everything clicked God. And so that was at the age of 24, mm. I turned around my life. Like we all have obstacles in life. It took three years to get cleaned up from all the gambling prop, uh, problems and paying all the debts. And I went on to start my own business. Mm. And um, by age 29, um, I have my own telecom business with three other partners. I'm married to a beautiful woman. I have my uh, daughter who's born. Um, we're getting pursued, you know, for millions of dollars on a daily basis for a company. And something's missing. I'm like, what is this empty feeling? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> now I'm doing everything right. Yeah, I got my own job. I'm making good money. I have a wife, kid. And so my wife and I started going to couples therapy. And then um, after about four or five sessions, I went 
to an individual therapist. And I kind of told her this whole story, not going in depth of my childhood, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm doing all the right things, what's going on. And she hands me a book called The Alchemist by Paula Coelho. Mm. And that book just opened me up. Mm. And that book opened me up to spirituality, personal development, mm-hmm. self-improvement. And it really became a hidden passion. And I just, And I just kept reading books, reading books, reading books, reading books. So fast forward all the way up to my age at um, 44, I've made, sold that company for 60 million in 2008. I went on to several other business ventures uh, after that, was invested, heavily invested in real estate and really lost all my material wealth. It took then a toll on my marriage, a 17 year marriage, went through a divorce and here I am now at 44 again, back on my hands and knees, Christmas morning alone in an apartment mm. saying, God, I, I've tried to do it. I, I totally surrender. Mm. And then I hear that beautiful voice mm. just say, right. And that's when my hand, uh, I, I pick up a pen and write on the paper and automatically comes out book, radio show, and a uh, website with blog. Didn't know what it meant. Then... Later that morning, I go to Center for Yoga where I practice my yoga, mm-hmm. and the instructor says, get in the humble warrior position. And when I first went down, this is a position where you kind of bow and your your forehead hits the ground. Yeah, I, I start having a release and start crying of like the death of my marriage, this life I thought I was going to have, and you know, it's gone in a way. Mm-hmm. And then I go on the other side of the humble warrior, and then I feel a sense of love and compassion and that warm blanket come over me mm. the same time that blanket came over me at 24 mm. and i knew i was in sacred space at that point in time and at the end of the flow you lay what's known as in shavasana which is you're laying on your back in this meditative state and i hear this beautiful voice and i know what this voice is it's okay. for me god and yeah. it's speaking through the heart mm-hmm. is you now have the name of your book your radio show and website with blog call it a humble warrior and do this to heal, grow, and share your light in the world. Mm. And so that is what I've been doing since really December mm. 25th, 2014. And just like your example in the airport, really walk in the walk. Mm-hmm. And really to order to help people, help them walk the walk. And sometimes we all need coaches and mentors in our life. Right, right. And so um, I've made a priority where God is the relationship of my life. He's the driver. Mm-hmm. And um, if I can help people find that connection a little bit more with the God mm-hmm. and know that we all have it and God exists with each one of us, then I believe I'm doing some of the, some of the Lord's work. That's fantastic. You know, I, I think that um, I, I was completely uh, captured by the story as you told it when we first talked on the phone. And the book is just excellent. It, it's a It's a narrative. It's a tool, it's inspiration, uh, it's authentic, it's everything. I I couldn't recommend it more. And it's just so, so honest, you know. And and I think that, um, as as I told you that that first night, I love the story of Joe Montana. When he would get down on the goal line, he would look at his teammates and say, we've been there before. And as I hear your story, you know what success is. And, and it, uh, I, I think it's just amazing the heights that you hit mm-hmm. as a demonstration. And you're going to be there again. You're going to be there again. And I, I just love 
your connection with God. Mm. You know, just that clarity, because it's my belief that at the end of our life, heaven will be when we can see clearly, you know, who we are and, and uh, what this is all about. Yeah. And I don't know if it's past lives or whatever, you have developed in, within your life an incredible deal of, uh, of uh, amount of clarity that I know you can teach to, mm-hmm. to your clients in, mm-hmm. in your uh, performance coaching that, uh, that you do in the future. So congratulations on, on that. And just congratulations also on, on your honesty and just telling that story with such, yeah. with such love and reverence. Yeah. And I, I tell you what, what's been such a gift is, you know, um, if one wants to call it vulnerability or what have you, mm-hmm. but going to that place yeah. where, cause we all have stories mm-hmm. and we all have wounds. Um, but you know, one of the one thing that was big missing in my life was men in my life. Good, good men, yeah. you know? And you know, since I've opened up with that, I'm running to brothers like you all the time. I mean, it's really awesome That's out great. there. And just, just there's a lot there's a lot of us that are doing the work. Yeah. And it is work, you know. And one of the things I, I put in my book is I kind of lay out what I call spiritual fitness. Right. Are certain things I do on a daily basis that keeps me connected, that keeps me connected to myself, that keeps me connected to God. And that's kind of like a thread throughout the day. And that just always just keeps you ever present. Yeah. Ever present. Well, if uh, and I'm sure there's going to be uh, listeners out there that want to contact you or more information about the book, how do they do that? Oh, well, you could go to my website, chrisforte.com. Okay. Um, you could, spell that again? It's uh, chris, C-H-R-S, forte, F-O-R-T-E.com. Okay. I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and on Twitter as the Warrior, uh, Warrior Pod. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Chris Chris Forte Inspiration, and you could email me anytime at Chris Chris Forte. Wait, Chris at ChrisForte.com. That's Chris at ChrisForte.com. Fantastic. You know. Uh, oh, and you could purchase. I'm sorry. Besides the book on uh, my website, you could purchase the book on Amazon as well. Absolutely. You know, um, I've been in my studies to become a better life coach. I'm really into this vibrational thing and how to how to control that and, and think the thoughts that, that are going to create a, a vibrational attraction. And just to have met somebody that has warrior in the title of the book that they just wrote is just amazing. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I just really want to thank you. And, uh, you know, who knows what kind of work together we're going to be doing on this radio uh radio show uh this is just some great great people as you know that are behind us Brent carry is he was just a an angel in nursing me through and in being understanding with uh my dance with cancer mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and keeping the show going and all that right. kind of stuff and so he he's just the best talk about a guy who really walks the talk um, he's that, and we can, if there's any way we can support him. Oh yeah. That's you know, anybody to, you know, that listens to the, 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 all the hosts like John and empower radio. I truly believe this is that this is a beautiful radio station and one of positivity and bringing love to the world. And this is this, empower needs to continue to grow and, and spread and share their light. And, you know, Brent has done a marvelous job and will continue to do a marvelous job. Yeah. There's, there's more than just a radio station here. There's a community of people, you yeah. know, the people have right on. different interests, and uh, 
I, as much as I can, I surf through all the other shows and I'm always inspired. And it's not just spirituality, it's, it's finances and, and goal achieving more kind of uh, boots on the ground type yeah. of uh, uh, life tools. I, I certainly would uh, recommend. Okay, really quickly, what's, what's going to be happening with you now? So, um, you know, it, now this is an easy answer. I put it all in God's hands. But, you know, I love it. But, 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 you know, I feel like you and I are going to be doing some work together. Yeah. I will tell you, I am working to hopefully, we'll see how it all turns out, but get a radio show on Empower Radio. I love being on the radio as it's a way to serve. Sure. And so I think between that, between now and the end of the year, that will be the goal. I'm always open to speak at any type of event. I mm-hmm. love speaking. I love sharing my story. I love I love letting God work through me. So uh, if anybody wants me to speak and my relationship with God, uh, you know, bring it on. So, but that's pretty much it. That's great. Are you going to work on a new book? I I think we're working on it right now. <laughs> I think it's being written as we speak. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, there's so many, uh, you know, when you... I really would advise this uh, in in terms of the people who are listening. Um, if if you tune yourself vibrationally uh, to a certain level, it'll be magical. What what'll be coming to you? Uh, you know the books that you will see. You know the people you run into, and um, that that is really really the first step. But either one of us, either if we're working together, I'm sure that we're going to have seminars and uh, speaking engagements, events. Uh, you know, one of the great things of uh, Brendan Bouchard, who's has had likes of a hundred million people on YouTube, you go down there and you realize that he's just a guy. He's just a speaker. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, and there's a, a way of doing that. So it's just very, very exciting of of what can be done with the form of writing, coaching, mm-hmm. and um, and and events. Yep, and absolutely. Speaking, yes, speaking. and, yeah. and uh, I know that um, along with this, uh, the radio show being part of that because we live really in a leveraging world. You know that that we have the option of being able to go to YouTube and just learn these things. Yes. Know? Well, God bless you so much, Chris, for coming on the show. And this is going to be a wonderful archive that I know that we'll keep uh, as the years come. Thank you. I love you, my brother. (laughs) And to all the listeners, live brave. All right. Thank you very much and have a wonderful week. God bless you.